0: Hi, I'm Janice Wolfe, and I'm the host of Eleven to One on Faith Music Radio. I'm filling in for Francie today, who is out sick. I want to share with you about the heavy things we carry. My son David brought me a gorgeous yellow purse at a quaint little shop in Saint Augustine, Florida. Yellow's my favorite color, and I really, really do love the purse. It was a little outside of my bling comfort zone, but of course I carried it and I began to notice that whenever I carried this purse that someone would shout out, what a great bag. In fact, I rarely carried the purse without someone commenting that it was an awesome bag. Oh, so I love that purse cause I love the praise of men, <laughs> but no, <laughs> truly, mostly I love the purse because my son picked it out for me just because. There was one problem, though, with that bag. It was super heavy. Even without anything in it, it was just weighing me down. It may be a great bag, and others may say, I wish I had her bag. Oh, but they don't know the heaviness. And that's kind of like our lives. Boy, she has a great life. But we do not know the heavy things they bear. When we come back, I want to name some things from the Bible. Heavy things that the Bible says we carry. So stay with us here on Keep the Heart. Thank you for joining Keep the Heart for today's podcast with Francie Taylor. Francie is an author, teacher, and conference speaker. Sharing lessons from the Word of God is her passion. Now, back to today's important study. Do you realize we carry heavy things around every day, and for no better reason at times than the praise we might receive from men? Heaviness is mentioned in both the Old Testament and New Testament in relation to broken hearts, sorrow, grief, disappointment, sickness, shame, circumstantial joy, lost family and loved ones, complaining, problems in the church, and so much more. Some specific things that the Bible says are heavy. Sin. Is the first one sin is heavy. Psalm thirty-eight four says, "For mine iniquities are gone over mine head, as a heavy burden; they are too heavy for me." In the same psalm, we find the remedy for this weight of sin. Psalm thirty-eight eighteen: "For I will declare mine iniquity; I will be sorry for my sin." We do not need to carry the burden and guilt of our sin. We can confess and forsake our sin and lay aside this heavy weight. Number two, the next thing the Bible says is heavy is anger. Anger is heavy. A stone is heavy and sand is weighty, but a fool's wrath is heavier than them both. Proverbs 27, 3. Our personal anger weighs us down. But get this, our angry family and friends, they're weighing us down as well. When it comes to anger and dealing with angry people in our lives, it's important to remember that pride breeds pride. And you'll not stop the cycle of anger with anger. James 1.20, for the wrath of man worketh not... The righteousness of God. And Colossians 3 8, we are commanded to put off or lay aside anger. Number three, the third thing that the Bible says is heavy trying to please others is heavy. The Pharisees were called out by Jesus because of the heavy expectations they placed on others. Listen to what Matthew 23 4 says, for they bind heavy burdens, and grievous to be borne, and lay them on men's shoulders, but they themselves will not move them with one of their fingers. Be careful, ladies, who you try to please, even in the church. This can be a heavy burden. If you live a life of faith, and you live your life to please the Lord, those who love the Lord and love others, they'll be pleased. But Jesus promised a different kind of burden. He says, my burden is light. He says, come unto me, all ye that are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Number four, working with people is heavy. Yes, that's right. For all of you in ministry, working with people is heavy. Moses declared in Numbers chapter 11, verse 14, I am not able to bear all this people alone because it is too heavy for me. Moses and God were quite a team. Moses was in the yoke with God. He's called Moses the servant of the Lord. Another place God says, my servant, Moses. And yet he experienced this heavy burden it's been said that if Moses and God had ever been angry with the children of Israel at the same time, they would have wiped them off the face of the earth. <laughs> Number five, worry is heavy. Anxiety is a fear that makes you worry or take thought. Proverbs twelve twenty five says heaviness. And this word heaviness means anxiety. When you look it up in a Strong's Concordance, heaviness or anxiety in the heart of man maketh it stoop, but a good word maketh it glad. We're commanded in Matthew chapter 6, 34 to take no thought for tomorrow. Matthew 6, 31, take no thought saying, what shall we eat or what shall we drink or wherewithal shall we be clothed? This kind of thoughts or these kinds of thoughts weigh on you. The Bible says a good word makes it glad. Like things that are true, things that are honest, things that are just, pure, lovely, and of good report. Philippians 4 8 kind of thinking. We're to think on these things. Number six, depression is heavy. Psalm 119 verse 28 says, My soul melteth for heaviness. And that word heaviness, when you look the word up, means depression. And then this phrase, strengthen me according unto thy word. We see the psalmist crying out because the depression, his soul is heavy. And he's crying out to God to strengthen him according unto his word the word melteth in that verse means to weep specifically depression brought on by sad circumstances of life can cause depression like in proverbs chapter 10 verse 1 a wise son maketh a glad father but a foolish son is the heaviness of his mother and that word heaviness is the same word heaviness in psalm one nineteen twenty-eight. Psalm 42.5 uses the word cast down to describe depression. And it means to sink so heavy you feel like you're sinking or you're being pressed down. We find strength to endure times of depression and heaviness as we pray in faith and trust God's word. Someone has said you can take the letters of depression and rearrange them to form. I pressed on. Press on through this heaviness and seek the Word of God to strengthen you. Lastly, on my list of things that are heavy, and I do want to say that there are more if you wish to study it out, but the Bible says that grief and sorrow are heavy. Jesus understood great sorrow that endures great heaviness. And he took with him Peter and the two sons of Zebedee and began to be sorrowful and very heavy. And that word heavy means burden down. Matthew 26:37. So you see how Jesus understood great sorrow. Maybe you have experienced deep sorrow. Several things about the heavy burden of grief. Number 1, it's too heavy. Number 2, it's so heavy. You cannot bear it. Number three, Jesus has borne them for us. He has borne our grief and he has carried or borne the burden of our sorrows. Jesus understands the weight of your sorrow because he has borne our sorrow. At the apprehension of going to the cross and bearing all of the sorrow of a sin-cursed world, his sweat was, as it were, great drops of blood we do not sorrow as those who have no hope the bible teaches us that and i love this verse i wait for the lord my soul doth wait and in his word do i hope we have hope because of jesus so what can we do with all of these heavy things we carry hebrews twelve one says wherefore seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which thus so easily beset us and let us run with patience the race that is set before us. I read this quote one time, you cannot change the fact that your heart is broken, but you can choose whether or not to live with a broken heart. I have experienced deep sorrow and grief These have been my weights. And I realized one time that weights are for training. Yes, weights are for training, but they're not for the race. Has Christ set a race before you? A lady's Bible study to teach? A Sunday school class or a time for soul winning? Races only last for a certain amount of time. There's the marathon. Good thing her life's not one big marathon, (laughs) We're not racing all the time. There's 5Ks, there's a 100-yard dash. But if you wear your weights in the race, those weights will hinder you. To hinder is exactly what the word weight means. Lay it aside. Lay it aside to work in the nursery. Lay it aside to teach the Sunday school class. Lay it aside to be a greeter at church. Get in that yoke with Jesus. Here are some precious, precious verses. Matthew eleven twenty eight. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden. Are you burdened down today? Jesus says, come unto me and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Do you want to lighten your load today, the load of sin and anger, the heavy weight of trying to please others, the heavy weight of working with people, the heavy weight of worry and depression, grief and sorrow? Get in the yoke with Jesus. His yoke is easy. His burden is light. Thank you for joining us today on the Keep the Heart podcast, and I'm truly, truly sorry if Francie wasn't here today, but would you pray with me for her healing? Dear Jesus, we thank you for today. We thank you for the Keep the Heart podcast, and we thank you for Francie. For her teaching and, and the way that you have used her to bless so many ladies. I pray for her healing, dear Heavenly Father, and I pray for her strength and recovery and that she'll have a wonderful time with her family during the holidays. We love you, Jesus, and we praise you today. In Jesus' name, amen. You've been listening to Francie Taylor. For more from Francie, visit keeptheheart.com for devotionals, books, and the popular Bible study series. ICU in Christ Unconditionally. ICU is flexible by design and encourages users to develop the habit of daily Bible study. Visit KeepTheHeart.com today. Thank you for listening.